Hello, and welcome to New Hope Christian Fellowship with Pastor John Gilbert. every day of the year and and you know so my resolution this year is to make sure I read two pages of this book right two pages is that a lot per day per day yeah so how many days in a year Is it the leap year, Jackie? Oh, right, right, right. So there's 266 this year, leap year. Well, there's two pages for every day. That's double to 366. So that's just, that's called, I call it devotions. Have you ever heard of that word before? Devotions. So Christians... Christians have what we, I call it, devotions. And that is with the Lord Jesus. You have a quiet time, set it aside, and you have what I call devotions between you and the Lord. Just a quiet time. It's a special time, isn't it, Paul? I know he does it every, all, every day. And there's someone else that does it. Well, I'm not going to tell you everything, because it's personal, isn't it? You know, and I shouldn't say these things, but it's special. You know, you know, you, when you've had a girlfriend or a lady, if you have a boyfriend, you treasure that moment you're with them, don't you? Or husband. That is a devotion, because you're devoted to them, and they're devoted to you. You like to think so, yeah? But, Take that devotion further and have it with the Lord Jesus. It's got to be the most special time. And to think that he's watching you, he's observing you, and not only that, he's waiting for you to come to him. How precious is that? And you know what else? As you do these things, it's written down in a book. He records it. In the books, there are books in heaven recorded what you're getting up to. That's precious, isn't it? So I ask you, and I'll ask you at the end of the sermon, are you going to make a New Year's resolution? Let's see how the sermon unfolds. So, let me say this to you. 
2023, has it passed you by? You've gone in it, Paul. Took a bit of thinking that one, didn't it? Are we all now settled into the new year? Yes, we are. We are, right. Good, good. We got that out of the way. Maybe, let's just ask the Lord's help. Lord, please help us today. Please give us the wisdom and understanding to deliver this message in Jesus' name. Amen. Perhaps, if you've ever heard of Lot's wife, you heard of Lot's wife? Some of you have, some of you haven't. She had a problem, and her problem was looking back. She had a problem, maybe she had a problem with her neck, and she kept trying to exercise her neck. But she looked back, and she looked back on the wrong occasion. Didn't she, Dom? Telling me she did. You don't want to be Lot's wife. But if you keep looking back, guess what? Everybody's going to think that you are Lot's wife. Aren't they? Jackie's smiling away. She was asked to leave a city called Sodom, two cities, Sodom and Gomorrah. She was advised to leave those cities because God was going to destroy those cities. Now her husband and the two daughters and her ran away from the city. And the angel said to them, this is in Genesis, I'm not sure what chapter, but they told her, the family, don't look back. Don't look back. Flee for your life. They were running away from the city as quick, I got a bad foot, but they had to run. Maybe they had a bad foot. They had to run. And as they were running, she couldn't resist it. She looked back. What happened to her, Jackie? She turned into a pillar of salt. Because there was the Lord was raining down fire and brimstone on that city because there was too many... You know, I mentioned the, the no nonsense. There was nonsense galore going on in that city. I'm sorry, I'm not going to... Because it's, my sermon's about other things. But she looked back and in a moment, she turned into a pillar of salt. Maybe it was the sulfur, the destruction of the city... It immortalized her into a pillar. Maybe she was... Do you want that to happen to you? Don't look back. Don't look back. Because you won't be able to look forward, will you? Who's looking forward to 2024? We want to look forward. Don't we, Liam? Yes, we do. Yeah, see? Don't look back. You will not be able ooh, to you will not be able to do much in the future if you are a pillar of salt. You won't be able to come out with me. 
You won't be able to go to Five Guys Burgers with me and Mayette because you'll be a pillar of salt. <laughs> so, don't look back. 2023 is in the past. It's not in the... Right. 2024 is unfolding and we're looking forward to it. Not looking back to 2023, right? Any pillars of salt here in the building? No, no. So, if last year was a difficult year for you, I've got good news for you. It's in the past. Those difficulties can go in the past with it. It is very much behind you. You might like to go to see the pantomime, yes? You'll always hear the phrase, it's behind you. So I'm thinking to myself, let's be optimistic, yes? Let's look forward to the new year. Wonderful, hey? It's a, I'm going to say this to you. It is a real blessing that God gives us the opportunity to start all over again every year of our life. It's a real blessing because every year has its hardships, its difficulties, its temptations, yeah? And every year there could be a trap or a hole that you might fall in or get trapped by. But you get to the end of the year and God is so kind to say, look, here's a door, I'm going to shut the door on the last year and you can start all over again on the new year. That is the blessing of the Lord, isn't it? The times I've got in a rut, the times I've got in a mess through my own silly foolishness or temptation. But I thank the Lord that every year, through his kindness, he gives me a new opportunity to be optimistic and to look forward for the future. Eh? So, can I ask you, you obviously, this question here, how many people said to you, Happy New Year? How many people said that to you? A lot? Every card that you read that someone gave you says Happy Christmas or Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Have you had a Happy New Year so far? You've had nearly a week of it. Oh, I'm getting one nod at the back. Any nods on this side? Yeah. Oh, it's with... Oh, I... Hold on, mate. I'm on this side at the moment. Yes, couple of Happy, happy New Years and a Happy New Year with you. However, what makes for a, a real, R-E-A-L, a real happy new year? Because you can have a happy new year and it can be all wishy-washy, yeah? Some people, they, they want to party, they want to get drunk, they want to let it all hang out and, and have a happy new year. But for me, at the end of the day, they're just going to have a hangover the following morning. Is that a happy new year? I don't think so. So my sermon is about 
a real happy new year. In the Acts of the Apostles, I read a passage from Acts chapter 2. <coughs> the day of Pentecost, what happened? It was a new beginning for the early church. On the day of Pentecost, 3,000 souls got saved. Is that not a happy new year? If 3,000 souls came in through the door and got saved, born again, we would say this is a happy new year, wouldn't we? Sometime later, and in the same, with the same early, this is the early church in Acts chapter 4, 5,000, 5,000 souls got saved, got born again. That's a happy new year, isn't it? I, I, I think so. This is a new beginning. And this could be a new year and a new beginning for you. You know, I, I don't really do the lottery. You know, the, the, you heard of the National Lottery, right? And do you remember there, there was this sign like a finger? Do you remember this? What if God, what if God pointed his finger on you, Nick? Or you, Margie? Or Jan? And God said, I want you to have a real, a real happy new year, serious new year. What would come with that? What is a real happy, I'm going to tell you what I think a real happy new year is. And this could be, this could be the year that you get to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Saviour. If I'm going to tell you, you could be a hundred years old this morning. If that happened to you, even at a hundred, is anyone a hundred years old today? I don't think so. But whatever age you are, you could get born again, you could get to know Jesus, and you could say, that John Gilbert has been talking to me for the last, I don't know how many years, now I suddenly realise everything he says is true. I suddenly, God's opened my eyes and, and I realise that what he says about Jesus is real. <coughs> if that's you, shall I tell you something? I'm telling you the truth. I'm not lying. If this was the truth and you got born again and you met Jesus through the word of God, through what I'm saying, if you met him as your Lord and Saviour, this would be the best year of your life. Is, and, and shall I tell you something else? Ever since the National Lottery started some 25 years ago, it's been about that long, what I'm telling you is more precious and more valuable than any penny or pound that has been put in the National Lottery. If you took all the winnings of the National Lottery and put them here in this room, I would say what I'm saying is more precious than all that money. Do you believe me, folk? Well, there's look at that. That was an affirmative, yes? Yes. Yes, I like it. If you were saved this year, it will be the best year of your life. I'm telling you. How about this? 
If you're after a, a real happy new year, John 1 9 says something. 1 John 9 says this. Look at that. Nearly open up the Bible. Look. 1 John 1 9. Listen to this. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. Blow me over! We're sinners, aren't we? A pardon? There's a couple of sinners here. Thank you, Dom. We're all sinners. Two at the front agree with me. And there's another one. <laughs> We're sinners. And if you can get your sins forgiven, I'm telling you, that is a real happy new year. If you honestly could get your sins forgiven, and then say tomorrow you, you get your sins forgiven today, tomorrow you pop your clogs, right, and you go up before God Almighty, and he's going to look at it and say, well done, well done, good and faithful servant, you got your sins forgiven. Come on, enter into my boat. Do you understand me? If you don't get your sins forgiven and you pop your clogs tomorrow, you're going to be in trouble. Aren't you? I think so. This is the Bible's talking about. This is the whole message of the Scriptures. We're, we're, we're looking for a real happy new year, aren't we? Revelation. Chapter 2. Where's Revelation chapter 2? It says it's talking about the church of the Ephesians. Here's a church in the early part of the first century. Yeah, so at first, 1 AD, right? There's a church. And they worship God. They worship Jesus. But something happened to them. Something happened to these people. They grew weary. They grew tired. They grew backslidden. And if you're a weary Christian, a backslidden Christian, someone who's lost the plot, you don't know where you're going in terms of your Christian faith, that's not good, is it? I don't think so. God says, look, they gave up. They gave up on their first love. Their first love was Jesus Christ. They took their eyes off him and started looking at something else, a bit like Lot's wife. Look back. It says here, chapter 2, Revelation 4 and 5, Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee, because thou hast left thy first love. Would you like God to say that to you? Nevertheless, I've got something against you. Yeah? You stop loving me. Huh? You stop. Guys, if your wife turns around and says to you, now look you, I've got something against you. You stopped loving me five years ago. I want that love back. Hey? Oh, dearie me. God wants your love. The Lord Jesus wants your love. Are you going to give it to him? He's looking for it. If you don't give it to him, <laughs> he says here, he will remove your lampstand. We're meant to be the salt and light of this earth, aren't we? Well, if salt 
loses its flavour, what does Jesus say about that? It's no good for nothing. You, you throw it out. If salt's got no flavour, why serve it in the restaurant? If you're going to buy steak and chips in a restaurant and you get your salt and pepper and you put it on your food and this don't taste right. Waiter, waiter, what's going on here? This salt's no good. Well, sorry, mate. Let's get another dish out on the table. If you lose your flavour, do you want to be thrown out? I'm telling you, if you want a real happy new year, yes, return to your first love. Can you do that? That's if you've lost your first love. I'm telling you, Liam, and everyone else, if you do one or all three of the things I've just mentioned, if you do one or all three, the year ahead's going to be bright. The year ahead's going to be fantastic because you and the Lord are one. You and the Lord are hunky-dory, if you understand what I'm saying. Yes? Can you do it? Unless... You're a friend of Lot's wife and you keep looking behind and not look forward, eh? Do you want a real happy new year? Follow my advice, okay? This could be the year that you stop looking back and you do what Jesus says or what the scripture says, look unto Jesus, the author and the perfecter of your Five. Yes? Hebrews 12.2 Looking unto Jesus, the author and perfecter of your faith. What else can I say about a real happy new year? Hey? How about... Listen, may I ask you, you, you come here because you like to hear the word of God. Is that correct? You come here because you say you're a Christian. Is that not correct? Oh, so Christians. Christians pray, don't they? Yes. What, what if this is the year that your prayers get answered? Lovely. Well, it says in this passage here, there's a... Um, Acts 4, Acts 4, I should have read this earlier, Acts 4.31, Acts 4.31 says this, And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together. Isn't that incredible? It goes on to say, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, but I'll read that later. When they had prayed, the place was shaken. Isn't that incredible? That, imagine going to a prayer meeting. You invite me round your home, and you say, come on, Pastor John, let's have a time of prayer. Shall we have a time of prayer together? 
And at the end of the prayer, the, the, there's an earthquake. There's an earthquake in Japan recently, wasn't there? You heard about that? But it says in the scriptures that the, the place was shaken. Imagine your house shaking and the root tiles falling off the house. You say, we're not having him round for this prayer meeting again, wouldn't you? Maybe you'd say that. But imagine if this is the year that your prayers are answered. Well, that's incredible. What sort of things? What are the prayers that you would pray? Who would you pray for? Hey? It's fascinating. Well, perhaps you've got children. Perhaps your children need to be saved. Maybe that's what you pray every night. Lord, look after little Johnny. Oh, Lord, look after little Betty. Oh, she's not saved yet, Lord, but we pray for her to be saved by you. Imagine if God heard those prayers and saved your child. You would be a happy person, wouldn't you? Knowing that your little Betty, your little Johnny's going to go to glory. The Lord's got his hand on them. You like that, don't you? Yes, yes you do. Maybe they are saved. Maybe they are Christians, but maybe they're not right with God. Maybe they want to, I don't know, maybe they're hell raisers. I don't know. And you've been worried about them, you've been concerned about them. I don't know what you pray. Maybe this year, your friends or, or, or friend might come to church. Maybe you've been worried about them. Maybe you're, you're stressed out in your bed. When you go to sleep, you can't stop thinking about your neighbour or your friend because you're worried they might die and go to hell. And you don't want that to happen. Well, what if you're praying for them and they say, I want to come to church with you next week? You'd be a happy person, wouldn't you? Well, I think I would be. Okay, I'll ask you something else. What's your attitude like? Eh? What's your attitude like with your your mum and your dad or your brother and your sister? Is it good? Or is it negative? Maybe people go around talking about you and say, oh, you know so-and-so, go to New Oak Church. Very negative person. Does my head in. Well, maybe this is the year, through your prayers, you're going to conquer your negative attitude. That would be a real happy new year, wouldn't it? I'm telling you. We want a happy new year, don't we? I do. A real one. Not just a wishy-washy one. Perhaps you're in debt. Perhaps your finances are all over the place. Well, if you're praying and asking the Lord, his blessing in your life, perhaps this is the year you're going to get out of your debt. I don't know what you pray for, but I've been in debt. God, dearie me, have I been in debt? When I had that accident, I've said this to you before, I was £23,000 in debt, and I was smashed up. I had 23 broken bones as well, funny enough. But God, that was in 2009, God healed my body, and... Three years, I was out of debt. Praise the Lord. 
Praise the Lord. I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. I, I don't know about you, your finances, but for me, it happened. You know, my body was so smashed up, I could not go to work to earn the money to pay the debt off. But it happened. Praise God. And it can happen for you. What about, what about your health? I mean, we've all got health issues, haven't we? I don't know if you've been looking at me, but I've been hobbling around because I've got an injury and I don't want to hobble around. But you don't know what God is listening to your prayers and God will, if, if you're patient, if you're persistent in your prayers, you know Matthew 18 about the widow kept going before the judge and praying. He had enough of it. After a while, he said, that woman keeps on, just keeps on begging me and, and, and coming before me. And Well, that could be you. And God might one day say, I'm going to grant her her request. That would be a real happy new year, wouldn't it? Well, I think so. By God's grace. Let me move on to my next point. Oh, oh this is a good one. It will be a real happy new year if we saw revival in the church. Wouldn't it? In any church. Well, what is a revival? Let's consider a few little facts. It says here, verse 31, go back to verse 31, Acts chapter 4. I mentioned the first bit, and when they prayed, it says the place where they were prayed that was assembled together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Well, the Holy Ghost is part of the Godhead. There's Father God, Jesus Christ, the Son, he's God, and there's the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. He's God, three in one. There is one God, but of three different parts. Isn't that right, Jackie? Yeah, right? He is one. They're all one and the same. Well, they're not the same. They're individual parts, but it's one Godhead. It says here that they were filled with the Holy Ghost. If the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, came into any one of us, that is a real happy new year, isn't it, Paul? 100%. That's a happy new year for all of us. If he came into, and he can come into you. He can live in your heart. He can commune there and he can look around at all the rubbish in your heart and say, oh, there's a lot of rubbish in this heart. We're going to have to get rid of this. We, we sang a song. There was a song, Jesus, my Redeemer. You read that word, Redeemer. Jesus is able to redeem you individually, you and, and when he's doing this work of re redemption, there's another word, you read it in books, sanctif sanctification. Yes? Oh, mate, where did that word come from? Well, it's a, it's a term that Christians, theologians, might write it down, you know. It's a, when Jesus, when the Holy Spirit in your heart, he starts cleaning it out. Have you ever refurbished a room? Decorated a room, yeah? Have you ever done that? You decorate, Margie, you've told me. 
But when you go into a, a room that no one's ever been in there to do any work for 50 years, yeah? It's going to look dirty, right? It's going to look grubby. You get all the furniture out, you get the emulsion paint, you start painting around the ceiling, the cutting in the walls, painting everything. When you finish, it looks nice, doesn't it? You agree with me? That's what it's like when the Holy Spirit comes into your life. When he looks around, he says, it's a bit dirty in here, right? This person's a dirty, dirty person, but I'm going to clean their life out. That's what God does. He comes into your life by the power of the Holy Spirit and he starts restoring you to be who you should be. Made in the image of Jesus Christ. That's what his job is. And that's what he does. He specialises in it. How wonderful. If that's you, if you allow that to happen, if God comes into your life and cleans you out, that is a real happy new year. Yes? I think so. You know this word revival, people misunderstand it. When God comes into your life, when the, the Holy Spirit is in your heart, you start, if, if you've got a lot of enemies, if you've got a lot of people that you hate, yeah, because you don't like the way they look, you don't like the way they smell, you don't like the way they talk to you, yes? There are people like that, aren't there? People upset you, isn't there? So you've got bitter in your heart, you've got resentment in your heart. The Holy Spirit, when he comes into your life, he can start to say, now listen, listen, they didn't mean what they said. You just took it the wrong way. Why don't you forgive them? The Holy Spirit is able to do that with you. He's able to counsel you once he's in your heart. And then you start saying, oh, don't worry, Liam. I don't mind what you did last Sunday. I forgive you. Yeah, oh Margie, I forgive you as well. Don't worry about it. Whatever happened, let's forgive each other. Can we do that? Yes, we can. Yes, he is able to help us to forgive our enemies. The Holy Spirit, can he do that? He can do it with me, he can do it with you. He can do it with all of us. God wants to come into your life. God wants to rebuild your life so that you are like Jesus. Let me read something else. It says here, And all were filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spake the word of God boldly. And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and one soul. Neither of them said of them that all of... Hold on, I've got my tongue twisted. Neither said any of them that all of the things which has possessed was his own. But they had all things in common. They shared stuff together. You know, you, you know. Do you want my telephone? Here, Mick, you can have my phone. I don't mind. Do you want? Do you want me Spurgeon? You know, morning and evening. Go and you have it. It will help edify you. They wanted to share their belongings. They wanted to help each other. They wanted to build each other up. God can do that. They shared. If, if everybody was like that, it'd be a real happy new year, wouldn't it? If you've got a million pounds, you can share it with me. I don't mind. Thank you very much. Be a real happy new year for me. You know, we fall out with people. People fall out with us. 
We don't like it. They don't like it. But God is able to reconcile situations. God is able to restore situations. If he does that with you and me or you and your enemies, that's a good new year, isn't it? I'm telling you. You know, when God is in your life, when the Holy Spirit is in your life, barriers fall down. You know, I've fallen out with people. People have fallen out with me. You know, and, and I've had one person, I remember one person, stole 150 quid from my bedroom in the flat that I used to live in. Someone put their coat on my bed. There was 120 quid or 150 quid in the pocket. The bloke went in the room, no one looking. He took, went through the pockets, took 150 quid. That's not nice, is it? Then he says, comes out, oh, 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 I've got to go. My wife's on the phone. She's been ringing me. I better go see she's all right. He ran out with 150 quid in his pocket. When I saw that bloke, I went happy. I walking down the road and there he was walking towards me. I thought, here we go. I'm going to have a word with him. Do you know what he did? Crossed over the other side and took off. I've told you this story before. Dominic will tell you, we used to make Christmas hampers. Nice box, decorated, put loads of food in, ham, pickle, tomato, ketchup, cheese, sausages, beef, fruit, whatever. We put it in there. I went round his house, knocked on the door. Wife sticks her head out. I said, where's your husband? This is for you. Happy Christmas. And I walked off. And then he come round the flat and said, he knew that when he stole that money. He knew he did wrong, but he was embarrassed that I gave him more. People do that embarrasses people when they take everything they can take from you and then you give them something more, oh, you give them more, it melts their heart. They're embarrassed. He's came to know Jesus for a while. What else can I tell you? What makes for a happy new year? Let me tell you. Anyway, we're, we're all right, me and that bloke. What else makes for a happy new year? Well, what if you picked up the Bible? What if you, hello, what if you picked up the Bible? The Word of God. That's what it is. This is not the Daily Star. This is not the Sun newspaper. It's not got the Daily Sport in it. But I'm telling you, it is the word of God. God spoke, yeah? Holy men of God, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Daniel, Samuel, Abraham, Moses, holy men of God. When they heard the spirit of God speaking, they listened to God and they wrote it down. And that's how we got our Bible. Yeah? You believe me? I'm glad you do. What if this is the year you said, John, I'm going to make my vow to the Lord. Yes. I'm going to pick up the Bible and I'm going to read it every day. I'm going to read it from Genesis all the way 
through to Revelations, I'm going to read it all this year. If you made that vow, and you said to me, John, I've started it, I'm going to do it, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it will be a very, very happy new year for any one of you, if you did that. You get to December the 30th, 31st, sorry, 2024, and you'll say, I've done it. I've done it. God will be happy. You will be happy. You will have done something you've never done before in your life. I tell you, if you did that, God bless you. Can you do it? Can you do it? Are you got more? Oh, don't say yes and don't do it. Hey, David, don't make a vow before the Lord and don't fulfill it because you'll have egg on your face when you meet him. Do you want egg on your face when you meet the Lord? You don't. There's a word in the scriptures. It says, well done, good and faithful servant. That's what you want to be hearing when you meet him. Yes? And I'm telling you, if you want to be a good and faithful servant, read the scriptures. Because in there are the secrets of God. In there, I read from Proverbs chapter 2. In there, you will learn the fear of the Lord. And you will know what makes God tick. You'll know. I'm, I'm I'm using my own language here. But you'll understand what God wants from you. I mean, that's what we all want to know, isn't it? What does God require of me? It's in here. I'm telling you, if you want a real happy year ahead, read the scriptures. Read it once. Read it twice. Read it half a dozen times. And the more you do it, the more you will be blessed. And the more you'll understand God. You heard me say, this is Spurgeon, David. Look at him. He'll put a smile on his face. Look at that. Look, he's smiling already. Because he knows, and Paul, look at Paul. They know the value of this man and the way that he expounds the Bible. It's precious. Can you do it? Can you have daily devotions on your own, in your home, in tucked away in a quiet little place where no one's going to interrupt you? Turn the dog and bone off, yes? Pick up your morning and evening with Spurgeon and the Bible and read it and just take time to be alone with the Lord. And the Lord sees you in secret, in quiet. He will bless you. That will make for a real happy new year. But don't do it for one month and then give up in February and then pick it up again in December. Yeah? Sometimes I'm being honest. I'll do that. I'll get sidetracked. Maybe I'll be coming a bit like Lot's wife. I'm looking back. Eh? Maybe you are. Look, I tell you what, after the service... If you're struggling with your neck, your head keeps going backwards, I'll do some neck surgery on you and I'll straighten your neck out. Yes? I can... 
you know, some of you know the scripture, don't be too hasty in the laying on of hands. Is that not right, Jackie? In Timothy, well, I'll lay hands on you, I'll straighten that neck out. I'll go... <laughs> Please forgive me. My dad, he, he, you know, sometimes we have these home remedies, right? <laughs> A man at my dad's work, Nashville's, he, he went, he slept in the wrong position. <laughs> he told me this. He slept in the wrong position and he, he was like that. His neck was like that when he went to work. And he said, Charlie, my dad called Charlie. Someone told me you know how to help people with a dodgy neck, right? Can you help me? My dad said, look, sit down, relax. <laughs> He's like that. Just relax, my dad said. And he <laughs> He went, <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. I thought he could have broke the bloke's neck. <laughs> the, bloke, the bloke never went back to him after that, you know. But anyway, try to read the Bible. Try to read the scriptures. Try to have devotions, a quiet time with God. <coughs> when you're reading your Bible, when you're praying, you know, look, please, please. Jackie and Michael, they sung these beautiful songs. Get on your knees. Go by your bedside. Just quiet time with the scriptures. Read about Jesus and sing the song. You laid aside your majesty, gave up everything for me, suffered at the hands for those you had created. Can't you just have a quiet time with the Lord and sing a worship song to him? You know, your house will be shaken. God will shake things up in your life. God will make all things new. God can do that for you. You know, let's join up together. Let's meet up with Dominic and do some evangelism. Let's proclaim with power, like it says in the scriptures, the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We can do these things, you and me together. The very person, the very person of the, the living God fellowshipping with you. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful? Can this happen? Can it happen in your life? Maybe you're thinking, I'm too negative, John. I'm like that person you mentioned. I'm a very negative person. Well, surrender. Put your hands up. Lord, Lord, here am I. Please change me. Please restore me. Please make me like you. Make me a new person. Don't make me that negative person I've always been. Don't make me that person that's not real. So help me take this mask off that I can be who you want me to be. That I can be fashioned and, and made in the likeness of your son, Jesus Christ. Please, Lord, do that in my life. I'm telling you, if you will do that, if you will pray with all honesty, with all sincerity, 
God will be moved to hear your prayer and he will answer it. He's faithful and just and he's able to forgive us of our sins. He's able to make us born again. You don't have to become a religious crazy nutcase. You've just got to be real, real with God and God will be real with you. And I'm telling you, this, this, what I've got here, this is the ingredients for a real happy new year. And if you put these things into practice, next year, you'll look back, you'll say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I've had a tremendous year. It's been brilliant, been fantastic. I've read the scriptures. I understand some of the things you're trying to say to me. Yeah? I've, I've, I'm, I'm praying for the people that hate my guts. And, and now they're smiling at me. God is able to change everything in your life. Now, wonderful. I think so. Let me close in prayer. Lord, we do, we do pray, Lord God. We do thank you for this opportunity to have a new year ahead of us, 2024. And Lord, we're getting older. Lord, our days are numbered, they're counting down, but what matters, what is truly important is that we get to know you while we're here on this earth. We get to understand you and we get to understand what you want of us, Lord. And I pray this for every person here today, that your kingdom will come into our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today. We meet at Grove Hill Community Center at 11.30 p.m. in Hemel Hempstead. God bless you.